Welcome to the first episode of the three-episode podcast. This week we're going to be talking about uh, D&D classes, you know, the good ones, the bad ones, the stupid ones, all that kind of stuff. Um, we have Ryan, John, Hello. Steve, yeah. and myself, Justin. So let us kick it off. I think John's got a couple I, notes. I just got to say, we're going to have a lot of egg on our face if we finish the third podcast and go, I have an idea for another episode. Like, we're going to look really dumb that we've named ourselves this. Yeah, but I think it was a it was a good idea. We've got three good ideas. We'll run with those for now. I think that's pretty good. I mean, three ideas kind of slimmed it on. Yeah, it's fine. There's been podcasts that have made on less. So, um, John, you want to start off on the, the notes, whatever you've got? Well, yeah, I mean, it's just something that comes up all the time, which is, you know, what are the worst classes in Dungeons & Dragons? And you really got to look at it in a way of, you've got to quantify that in a situation. It's like, for a, there's, what, like 11 classes, I think, now? There are, exactly. One, two, three. <laughs> As you're counting them up on D Beyond right now. <laughs> Way to be prepared, right? There is twelve official. I, I they both round to ten. I was close. Is it thirteen if you count Bloodhunter? I don't because that's not from the homebrew. No, 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 this no, is no. Just official stuff. This We're is just talking about official. This is solely the stuff that you see, you know, right in the book itself. And, you know, I was thinking about this. It's like, what is the classes that I see the most versus what are the classes that I never see? And, I mean, I think across the board, you know, every there's always going to be a cleric. And there's always... Well, almost, isn't, isn't the original the original structure is supposed to be uh, cleric, uh, cleric tank, DPS? Like, there was the, the original structure... So the, what, the, the original three... To... Yeah, it was it was cleric, fighter, wizard, and within within that, you know, it, it then broke became what it is today, where we have, you know, fighter, paladin, also we're barbarian. talking five e. Yeah, it should it should be known. This is yeah, this is the... I mean, I yeah, that's fine. We and another thing, before we start ranking them, are we talking from what standpoint, as a player or as a DM? I'm because saying there's different answers for both. Well, so let's let's do let's do player. I, I mean, yeah, I I made my list. You know, my three worst classes uh, from the player standpoint, uh, with a little bit of DM bias because you know there's three people in this room right now who are all uh, dungeon masters, and then there's Steve who only plays who barbarians. Dungeons. <laughs> that's not true. Steve masters dungeons. He yes, yes, totally. I Listen, that's episode three of this podcast. <laughs> Stick around. Don't not you, mom. Okay, so so what you have is your best class. Um. Actually, I didn't do a best. I only did my worst. Okay. Um, Wait, my, was I supposed to do this too? My, no, 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 that's fine. My I, have the, I have the, the list. You can choose what you want. So my, we all know what your favorite is. What, yeah, what it's, is it's a barbarian. And every time it's named Zeno, Junior, the third, the second, the 15th, and it's always a half orc. That's not true. Oh, God. I'm so glad I. There's a story behind Man, that, that one. that voice. Ugh. <laughs> Oh God, no character voices here. Um, so I mean, uh, my three worst classes because for really all character voices. <laughs> my my Daddy. three worst are uh, warlock, barbarian, and monk. What your worst is monk? Yeah. Why do you have monk, monk under worst? Um, Why I, barbarian. All right, so I'm going to explain that. Uh, 
for bar specifically for barbarian first. Um, everything a barbarian can do, a paladin or fighter can do better. Not and, wrong, but can they? They can't rage. I mean, rage, rage but, gives you a bunch of stuff. But okay. a fighter can, you know, rally and they can or take, get they can a take second win. The, the, um, Blitz. And yeah, if the, you if you go off of a legit, you know, pure barbarian build, but then you want a multi-class later on, fighters and paladins are better suited to gain magic abilities. I just want to hit with stick. Well, you do, but the average player might also see that their fight their their barbarian is like, you know, weak in certain aspects, and they need to only psychic damage. You'll you'll find that you know some people don't want to just hit things with a stick though. Yeah. Why not? You know it's uh, and the other reason you know I almost put paladin on this list for the reason of like everything a paladin can do, a cleric or a cleric fighter hybrid can do. Yeah, but you can say better. that for everything. Oh, though. absolutely. I mean, like I, so you could be a, you could be a monk as happened in one of our recent games and just start rolling charisma checks. <laughs> <and do> good <laughs> charisma checks. <laughs> And, you will never be a bard. Yeah, and, and as a monk, you could also like do magic and all that bullshit. But I mean, like, I mean, five E is built in a way where pretty much everything except except for barbarian, if you really think about it, Depends. can do other things. I mean, like, unless you're counting like side barbarian things that can kind of do magic, but it's not really magic. And so that's where I was going yeah. at this with is if you look at all the other classes, you know, even uh, say fighter can turn themselves uh, later on into like a like a sword sage situation where they have a magic sword and they're spewing magic from that sword. Uh, if you look at you know like I said paladins, they have holy magic that they smite thee with. Clerics themselves are literally You're magic warriors. Well, well, I mean, it, eventually, what happens with the warlock is they become an eldritch knight if they multi-class with fighter. Yeah. And that's actually the other reason why Warlock is on my list, because if you look at all of their packs that they can take, there's maybe only one or two good ones that you can get, and those usually come from Xanathars. Yeah. Um, which, for the people that don't know, Ryan and I run Adventures League-style Dungeons & Dragons, where what that is is you can only take the player's handbook as your main book, and then you can choose one supplement. Now, for a lot of people, you know, that play the homebrew stuff where, you know, they have, they have complete free will they can, you know, take from any source, all this stuff wouldn't matter to them. But for somebody like he or I, where we have to choose certain things, that's where this list is coming from. Right. I mean, okay, so, so if, we just, if we just look at the, the straight classes, because I have, I have a list up in front of me right now, and currently sitting at the bottom is Warlock. Right, and I that's but it is on my list. That's just barbarian is the first one I want to talk about. Right. Okay. In, in my opinion, barbarian is above warlock in terms of good. They also have barbarian. the The bottom two are barbarian and then warlock. So mm -hmm. barbarian is is slightly better than than warlock on what I'm looking at right now. Right. Um, now, <laughs> of course, you disagree. Now, the reason I I said monk on my list isn't necessarily from a gameplay perspective. It's from a game or from a story time perspective, okay. which is I'm a historian by nature or, or by, I guess I'll say by trade or whatever the hell you want to call it when you have almost a degree in it. But it's like, I look at it and it's like, why would a monk be on this adventure? And I look, I, I try to look at, you know, historical references, you know, uh, from the Canterbury table or tales 
uh, you know, they had, I believe there was a monk's tale or, or a priest's tale or something like that. Yeah. And I'm still like, I still look at it. And unless you're like playing like a Far East campaign, I don't see a reason why a monk <laughs> would be there. Because all the all of the things but that monks fantasy, can do, John, it's fantasy. I, I realize that. You know, but and the funniest thing is, is earlier when I was doing research on this, and I know we're we're trying to stick to the five E stuff, but there there used to be a class. Um, I think it was in second edition, where it was basically a monk. But it was you drew your power from a location, mm-hmm. and the whole thing is if you I, went, I like think I read miles that as well. Away yeah. from that location, all of your magical powers went away. <laughs> but, like, what's but, the point of that class? Like, but I mean, you know, looking. <laughs> no, guys, I'm gonna stay here. I'm not going with you guys. Oh, I can't. I can't go out of my yard. Oh. <laughs> But then, like, I look Just at the... shaking his stick at the hundred foot line. I'll like, <laughs> get you. <laughs> Why don't y'all come over here? I'll, be, I'll beat your ass real good. Like, now nah, we're going to hide the, the goblins are sitting, like, five feet away, like, can't do shit to us right now. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's like the, the classic dog at the end of the chain. You just go far enough that the chain snaps. Or, or like when you hold your hand out and the little guy is trying to get you spinning his arms. <laughs> Yeah, it just it, that's just a useless class. But it, what, what you were talking about with monk, as far as like location, like as far as like you know, you, and you'd have to have a good back. Like I understand what you're saying with monk, but if you have, if you can explain as far as where the DM oh, is yeah, setting I, the campaign, but I, and I mean like if you look at backgrounds, which we could do a whole a whole episode alone on just backgrounds. You know, one of the most fun type situations. Like there's one called a far traveler. If you're playing a monk and you're not a far traveler, like I want to know why this, you know, even in the book, it's it's very Asian and like Asian and inspired. Right. You know, you look at it and it's like, damn, why is this guy in this pseudo European, you know, world area that we're in? And then it's, you know, that's for me. Like I said, it's not that they're bad. It's just that it's a really odd thing to have there. Ryan, I'm kind of curious because you play a monk who's literally named Cannon Fodder because you know he's going to die soon. Wait, so where's the background of your monk? The background of my monk is that he worships a god of war. Okay. Right? He he worships... Tempest. Tempest. Tempest, yeah. He worships Tempest, and Tempest is the god of war. Think, actually, think god of war from the god of war video game franchise. Right. Uh, Basically... Copyright. The god... Yeah. Yeah. The god's background is basically he went and he killed the former god of war, and like he took so the position just, of just god pulling of war. all of that, yeah. all of that yeah. raw material straight yeah. from the video game. Oh yeah. yeah. So oh, yeah. <laughs> they, so I, I've never used video game material in any of my campaigns. So Cannon's backstory is kind of like formed in my head through playing through him. Basically, he were, he was at the monk. He was at the monastery that worships it, and they worship, instead of worshiping, oh, we're good, we make beer, and we don't fight people, it's Canon worships a god of war, and he, as a monk, is sent out as, uh, sent out on, like, a pilgrimage to go and seek, basically, yeah, the, most power, the most powerful thing to fight. To prove himself, okay. So, God of War. so just yeah. aggro. Yeah, he's, he's an aggro character. Yeah, just fight, fight, fight. Yeah. So he would be best friends with one of Steve's characters. Yeah, and he's very, I'm okay and with he's this. very <laughs> neutral too. Like he's not like very goody. Like we, Cannon recently 
walked into uh, a trap set by red wizards and yeah, basically talked himself out of talked them into basically going okay cool we'll go with you and like Cannon was going seemed to be like selling out his party and stuff like that because that was what he was going to do in the moment now you now, know back to the question at hand though what did you choose for your background for cannon father bar traveler bar traveler see yeah like okay. like yeah. i said it makes sense. So he traveled a very far, you know, distance to get involved with this party. I, like I said, it, everybody it, travels a far distance and chol. Well, you get teleported, <laughs> but that's besides the point. You know, it's like, but you know. So how about for yourself, though? You know, what are your three worst classes, or the three classes you hoped had never see your table, or you know, however you want to put that? My, I don't like spellcasting. Um, I tried it once, so, I mean, my three bottoms, and personally, for me, as far as trying to play them, would be Sorcerer, Warlock, Wizard. Um, Okay. Because, I mean, at least Cleric has, you know, spellcasting, but he still, like, does some damage. He still Um, runs up with a hammer and hits things. My top top two classes are Ranger and Rogue. Right. Um, Which is funny, because Ranger does have some some magical abilities, too. Yes, yeah. But Ranger's magic is more of, like... Adding on to his attacks. Yes. Right. Yeah. It, instead of his, her, whatever you want. Um, it, uh, their attack, and that's what all the magic is, or like saying trapping things and stuff like that. That's all ranger magic. Right. Is it's not like oh I make a it's it's the classic in my hand. And it's classic. Okay. Again, trademark World of Warcraft Blizzard, yeah. whatever. But it's it's the the classic you know uh, hunter. It's basically yeah, but, when you play. But the thing is, you can't really compare it to Hunter because yes, you could play a Hunter Ranger, but it's Beastmaster's the worst. Beastmaster's worst. It's literally it's the worst archetype e. of Ranger. Yeah. It's it's literally at the bottom. It's yes, basically you don't like play. I want to I want to play something that has a pet that I could always be like, oh cool, I have this pet. But it's like but the really weakest thing going, in the party. You're going, <laughs> okay, party. I'm going to I'm going to be so underpowered just so I could continuously be like. Oh, I'm sitting in a corner petting my bear, and everybody <laughs> yeah. goes, I don't, hey, okay, you, fine. But, you but have, have you ever hurt. pet a bear? Because it's, yeah. it's life-changing. Okay, when, so, so when a druid could just summon that bear and pet it, and then right. have something in... So well, let's let's hear from our silent partner. What's what's your three least liked classes? Ranger. Ranger. Ranger? Why ranger? I hate archery. <laughs> okay, so you, you, you hate... A little well, biased! <laughs> See, well, you would. This must be slightly biased. You hate anyway. range. You hate hitting with stick. I rather hit with a stick. I rather be in your face, knock you unconscious, or but you're always the you. tank character. But the thing is, a ranger could also be an upfront character you, too. You, it just you doesn't have the best AC in the world, right? Yeah. I mean, um, but I mean, there's ways to buff that. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, you get scale mail and all that. Yeah. I mean, according to this, the the best that you can do, um, theoretically, is you can have an armor class of 16 with a plus 7 hit with your longbow. Like, that's if you do everything correctly. Range. Right. Well, that's, that's <laughs> range, but that's the whole point of the, the ranger, is, is to sit is back and, and pick people off from far away. I mean, like, I also don't like spellcasters, so that's fine, too. Right. Squishy. No, it's, I mean... I don't like squishy things. Yeah, so I mean, your your top classes would most likely be what? Barbarian, fighter... Barbarian, fighter... Paladin, yeah, okay. The best that thing they do is to start a monk in Lost Minds in the Lost Minds beginning let's, thing. Let's not go and then specifically in pain routes. Listen to this. No, listen no. To this. You, you do out. that, and there's a magic... Op- 
item called the Staff of Shielding. If you get this magic item, you could use that as a quarter staff, which is a, <laughs> which is a monk weapon. Yeah, which I think they get like cast, an And you can cast shield all day long. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's literally, you're like, okay, play this character so you can go in this one specific campaign, campaign arc and get this one item. Like, that's... Yeah. And then make a rift so you go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're, we're talking about... Uh, I mean, we're talking about wide range yeah. classes here. So, what about archetypes of those classes so i will be honest you know i don't know as much about all the i will tell you right now i'm building a hexblade warlock because it's one of the funniest classes in the world <laughs> i'm a, all right i'm a little bit biased on this one like i said i don't particularly think that warlocks are that great but i recently went to gen con which is like the biggest tabletop convention in like i think north america and I was running D&D games, and I had a character who was a Hexblade Warlock. He didn't tell me what his class was at first. He goes, yeah, I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a holy warrior. I'm like, okay, cool, a paladin. I didn't think anything of it. And so he starts role-playing. He starts doing all this paladin-type stuff. And then he just starts casting these warlock invocations. I'm like, how are you doing that? Like, you're a paladin. He goes, no, nah, man, I'm a Hexblade Warlock. I'm like, now it all makes sense, you know, because... I, I had this guy doing this stuff, and it was absolutely hysterical. Right. Um, so, you know, for me, I think that will be, you know, my defining feature is, like, can I make a character that's fun to play? I don't particularly have any inclination to ever make a barbarian because I, listen, <laughs> I'm not a one-trick pony. I, oh, neither am I. Oh, oh, really? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let, let, me, let, me, uh, let me call you out on that one. I rage. I hit it, I hit, I do 38 damage, I, I attack again, I hit, I do 13 damage this time, I'm going to reckless attack at disadvantage, I hit though, and 45 more damage. That sounds a lot like your you standard attack pattern. Alright, fine, whatever. You get advantage on it. So possible crit. This is this is how much he knows the this is how much he's played the barbarian character. He can he can call you out in your stupid bullshit I listen, fucking like yeah. details. Meanwhile, like with Monk, it's like I have sixteen key points. I'm just going to keep attacking until I win. <laughs> and it's like Alright, whatever, like, I can... But the thing or, is... Or just give me a sword that has, uh... But, like, sorcerers get that, too, with their sorcery points. Yes. You know, it's right. like... But Monk is... It's fun, okay? <laughs> so, so, as far as the characters that I've played, my favorite archetype so far out of everything that I've seen is the Arcane Trickster mm -hmm. with Rogue. Yeah. Because it's just hilarious. You know, and... you just, oh, Mage Hand. Oh, I'm gonna steal something with Mage Hand. It's just... You know, and the, the worst thing is, like, if you really look at some of the backgrounds or some of, like, the archetypes you can take, like, Swashbuckler Rogue. <laughs> no more Swashbucklers. No, okay. Wait, 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 wait. So... We, have, we have to get background to that. So, so for, broken. for the, the listener, if you look at Pathfinder and you look God at the Swashbuckler Pathfinder, so it is stupid. It is one of the most broken classes in any role-playing game. Harry, Harry, repose. Yes. Harry, repose. You can just get these points that you can just make your DM continue to try and hit you and it just never does anything. I parry this. I repose this. <laughs> yes. I it, this. it made my DM go insane. And it was hilarious. So, Ryan... Wait, that was back when I was a shapeshifter, though, so I wasn't a barbarian then. Yeah, but you still hit with stick all the time. <laughs> it's still the same archetype character. I also character. had a buff point that I just killed. I, well, okay. listen, we're going to keep okay, this family friendly. Now we're getting into, like, inside shit. It's My bad. <laughs> but, Made me um, happy. What about you, Ryan? What's Have you ever played any kind of archetype in a character that 
that I, that, oh, my favorite archetype that yeah, I, I exactly. like to play? That you either like to play or you've seen people play or... Uh, personally, my favorite under architect um, that I have played is my, is Cannon Fire, the one I was talking about <laughs> before, is currently a, um, the, the Sunfire Monk. Sunfire so the, Monk? The way, the way of... It's, it's like the, the way, way of, of Sun, Sun Soul. There you go. The way of the Sun Soul. Okay. Because it makes you a Dragon Ball Z character. He's basically and, built himself Goku. Yeah. Uh, so wait, wait, wait. Use palm hand and you do magical spells that you do palm hand. Okay, at level three, you yeah. get Radiant Sunbolt. Radiant Sunbolt, basically bringing it down, makes you can make unarmed attacks ranged. So okay. all your unarmed attacks, all that unarmed t- attack stuff you're doing, so you're, whoa, is now wait, you're ranged. Doing, you're doing. It's going whoop, 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 and just like. Fists of fire coming out of your fists. You're doing the final things. the final attack from um, Kung Fu Hustle. Yes. When he's when he's okay. doing the, oh, yeah, the when he flies yeah. down. Yes. The, yes. Yeah, yeah. The second, <laughs> Basically, what your monk is doing. Yeah. So you get you get four attacks, four different things under it, and each of them makes you more and more like Goku, except for the last one. But still, Searing Arc Strike is you cast. Burning that burning hand spell, but you do it as a monk, so it's kind of like you're going and like making an arc of fire in front of yourself with your fist. I just okay. like all the hand motions. Yes, yeah. yeah no very, one can see. Yeah, very meta of us. Yeah. <laughs> We're the only one who's it. We're literally like doing charades out here for and no then, one to see. And then you tell me what this sounds like. Searing Sunburst. As an action, you magically create an orb and hurl it at a point you choose within 150 okay, feet so where it erupts into a sphere of radiant light. Totally is so not whoever, a spirit bomb. <laughs> just saying. Or a key definitely, shot. Definitely didn't have Dragon Ball Z in mind at and all. And then nope. Sun Shield is the last thing you get, and it basically just makes you glow like Goku. And <laughs> Do you level up for every time you do it? Basically, every time you level up, your hair gets a little bit lighter. Um, Eventually, it turns blue. Be, if a creature hits you with a melee attack with this, while the light from this shines, you can use a reaction to deal radiant damage to the creature. The radiant damage equals 5 plus your wisdom modifier. <laughs> and wisdom is all is like your secondary thing in a monk underneath dexterity Yeah. that you really get high because wisdom adds to your AC. So right now I don't have... I'm only level 8 with cannon. No, 9. No, I'm going 9. Um... So if I had some shield right straight. now, <laughs> <laughs> I can, like, I if anything hits me, I could do eighteen damage. I could do fifteen damage. Boom. Done. Oh, so you mean like like our brother Travis's character, where he's supposed <laughs> to be dealing damage every time he gets dealt? Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. <laughs> Another reason why I hate warlocks, ladies and gentlemen. Their brother is the worst warlock I've ever played with. No, he's he likes dirt. <laughs> summon fire! Summon fire! What's, what's I'm gonna build. Bonfire. I'm gonna create a bonfire. bonfire. Why not just keep doing Elder's blast, bruh? Great fire elemental. All right, what are you gonna do to it? Bonfire. Great create bonfire. Great. The door has a trap on it. Create bonfire. You know, I I do have to give an honorable mention. You know, like I mentioned a little bit earlier, I do you know DM Adventures League stuff. So uh, right now with the current season, season eight. You don't. There's backstory to this. Don't worry about that. We'll we'll hit it probably later on. But 
Um, they changed all the rules. Actually, I'll just do the backstory now. They changed all the rules with this current season starting August 30th, I think it was, Ryan? Yes. Yeah. Uh, where instead of getting experience points and, you know, gold and cool magic items as you find them, you earn what's called, like, uh, uh, treasure, treasure points. points. And uh, what's the ACP? What's that actual thing? What does it actually stand for? Yeah, I don't remember. I totally just blanked on it. The point? Yeah, something like that. Um, so you can bring down, you know, a 10,000 point... Uh, how many points are those vampires we fought? 10,000 points? Or yes. yes. Yeah, so you could kill a 10,000 experience point vampire, you know, in whatever time, but you don't get experience points for that. Uh, you now get just what's called this ACP, which is, you know, if you earn four it's of them... points. Yeah, it's a, it accrued checkpoints, something like that. Yeah. Probably. We'll go yeah. with that. Uh, I'm sure I'll get angry Twitter followers to tell me I'm wrong, which is great because I don't even have a Twitter. And that's why you guys have computers in front of you, so you guys we, can just we, look it up. We absolutely could. What are we looking up? Ah, we'll figure, we'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, whatever. Okay. But, so... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, society. So, you know, now, you know, you get X amount of gold when you go up a level. You know, for Tier 1, which is levels 1 through 4, I think it's 25 or 50 gold, and then Tier 2, which is, you know, 5 through 10... You get 150, and then it goes up from there. I've not had a character get that high yet. So the problem is, is now if you're a wizard and you need gold to scribe, you know, spells into your spell book, you don't have the money to do that anymore. So I'm going to add, you know, wizard to my list as well as like that unofficial, like the fourth worst for that Just reason. Just because of Adventure League? Like... Because of Adventure League, yeah. You know, okay. I aside for your game, I almost entirely play AL. Well, oh, okay, I guess that's, so, that's true, yeah. I mean, that, that definitely makes sense. You know. Let's, uh, okay. I, honestly, I think Wizard is the worst. Wizard's the worst? Why? And do, you have a, do you have an argument that's there? Both, that's both as a DM and a player, because Wizard, to me, is the least powerful spell caster. Okay. Has the most spell variety, but with the way that spells are in 5e, you can't really make use of the spell variety, really, because you have to learn those spells. You can't just go, oh, in this situation, this spell is really great, mm. but hey, I didn't know I was going to be here today, so why would I take the jump spell or something like that? But if I had taken the jump spell this morning, hell yeah, and it makes no sense because supposedly, even as a story point thing, you supposedly carry around this big home of spells. With 100 pages in it, and each spell, yeah. it, per spell level, if it's a level 1 spell, it takes 1 page in the book. If it's a level 9 spell, it takes 9 pages in your book. So you can only have X amount of spells until you buy another book, which is another 50 or so gold, plus the gold cost to transcribe all of those spells into your book. Again, for me, from the AL standpoint, I will never play a wizard. Until, you know, they adjust this. I mean, granted, you know, because I get to earn, you know, DM experience and DM gold, I could make a level 10 or so wizard right now that's pretty OP and, you know, forget about it forever. But still, there's the material cost. Like, I need to have, in some cases, a $500 or 500 gold gem. Right. Uh, or 500 GP worth of, of, of a gem. And I can't afford to do that to use one spell once. See, this... Looking at the actual class information, it says that at level one, you get six. <clears throat> six into your spellbook that you can know. And that every level that you go up, you can learn two for free. 
So I still think, as far as compared to other spellcasters, that's not that great. Yeah. Are we looking at wizard right here? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, you get to learn two for free, but you have to pay to put them in your book so you can cast them. Okay. Uh, a, wizard, a wizard can only cast if they have their book open. That's why if you are, if you look at any wizard like model from either WizKids or uh, you know like all the I, of course I didn't bring them with me today. But but then it goes into as a DM when they're casting, should I be going? Hey, you got your spell book open. You're kind of holding. You're already holding your staff in one hand and the phylactery of the lich that you're trying to kill in the other hand. Okay, where is the spell? Is it balancing on your crotch or something? <laughs> but but now, now you're but, going into now you're going into the realm of how strict you want to be as a DM. Yeah. Because if you really want to get into it and you want to start getting into those specifics, you can go into... Most DMs don't keep track of, like, how much food you eat, how much yeah. water you eat, or yeah. drinking. But, like, there's there's all those things, nitpicky things, that as a DM, you could be keeping track of if you really wanted to. Yeah. But it depends on how fun of a game that you want to have. Well, also, you can also do weather. Weather impairment. Like that. Well, that's yeah. I mean, I, again, I it really depends think, on what you want to keep track of. I really think it would be really fun to, as a, both as a DM and a player, to play a game with people who know D and D, and they specifically and you specifically say you have to play your worst class. Like the class. I'd be hard for me hands play. down. Yeah, but how do you? How do you? Think, I mean, unless you know, <laughs> unless you know the people and you know no, what they would say. For you. You're a wizard, Steve. You're a wizard. <laughs> no, but I mean, unless, unless, I mean, that's a great idea, but unless you know the people, for, like, it would be great among us because we know what each other wouldn't want to play. But if yeah. you're just going to start and be like, hey, choose your worst class, how do you hold them to that? Listen, that's there's true. one thing we can we can all say. Your brother Travis would still be playing a warlock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he would. I, I don't know why he... And you know, doesn't he have... He has that familiar... But yeah. he never uses yeah, I didn't. He's use... like a fucking dragon right now yeah. that he doesn't it's, use. He had a little imp, and now the imp got upgraded to something better, and he's just like, eh, I don't fucking feel like using it. It's like, bro, we're in hell right now. We could literally use that. He doesn't He doesn't even remember that he has it. Well, uh, we have some... Okay, we're going into... Our game. Our let's... game right now. Okay, let's, let's, let's switch focus yeah. then. Let's, okay. switch, let's switch focus, oh, because we, we could probably do like an entire hour talking about the things, but we'd have to do <laughs> a bunch of... We'd have to do a bunch of backgrounds so that, you know, other people would understand what we're talking about for the most part. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> because this is called, uh, what, three-episode podcast? Yeah. Three episodes for each thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we wanted to do all D&D, that wasn't exactly my plan, but, you know. No, three episodes of just D&D, then we switch it. So we're but that wasn't the whole point. No, but we keep it <laughs> whatever, Steve. Whatever you say. Okay. Wait, wait, Episode one A. The terrible introduction. Let's switch to uh, <laughs> let's switch to a different topic that's kind of on topic. But okay, let's talk about races now. Oh man, <laughs> really? You're gonna be that guy? Yes, I'm gonna be that guy. <laughs> Hang on, let me pull out. Let me pull out my my tome. <laughs> okay, so favorite cl- or favorite race? Least favorite race. All races I, are equal. I, I, and, I, no, 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 no. Good in my book. No, we okay. So as far as the topics that we know we're going to talk about, there is there is no there's no PC here. Okay. Okay. What are we? We should have called this limits? the anti PC podcast. What are the limits on this? Are we just saying PHB or are we just saying official? 
official, official, official club. Okay. We because we can get into different races after we talk about official races, but I wanted okay. to talk about no home through at all. No home. I'm just no, talking no, no. everything that would be on D and D Beyond. No half elf, tiefling, half orc, dwarf, dragonborn, halfling, human, and elf. Oh, so just so, the PH, just the PH. Yes. Okay. Uh, for those okay, at home who don't know, because that eliminates my favorite. Well, okay, the we're centaur. talking about. Now, like I said, <laughs> after we talk about this, yeah. we can get into other okay. other yeah, races. But I wanted to talk about the yeah. main races. Just a just a quick thing for the people at home. Uh, for you, you're gonna keep hearing me use what's the word for when you shorten something down? Abbreviation. Thank you. Abbreviation. Uh, Yay, uh, Steve. Right. Uh, PHB in this case is the player's handbook. It's the, the, the one book that if you're going to play D&D that you truly, truly need, every book after that is literal gravy. So, yeah, it's just um, add-ons, basically. So, Justin, since you brought it up, what is your favorite class? I love playing elves. Okay. I hate elves. Why? I love playing elves because of the sleep because you only need the four hours of meditation versus everyone else's long rest, and that can come in very handy. Um, you also get, I, I like playing, you know, ranger, rogue, that kind of stuff. You get the dex bonuses. Um, I mean, you, there, there's a different, the different uh, drow elf, high elf, wood elf, but it, it doesn't matter. It's it, The bonuses that you get from elf, I believe, help more towards the game than most of the other races do. Yeah, but beyond mechanically. Mechanically Beyond human mechanically? is. I mean, mechanically human does the best. Because I think that's kind of separate things. Because my personal favorite is both mechanically and also kind of story. Okay, too, so but... we'll, we'll say this: I've I've played probably the last five characters I've played. Only one of them wasn't enough because I, I just love the aesthetic of thinking of an elf as these classes. And I think the only one that wasn't an elf was the rogue because halfling was a bigger bonus. Oh than the yeah, rogue. I remember yeah. that. That was fun. that was the the, uh, the and one you're in just my game. talking. You're just talking the main PHB sub races too. Not yes. Like all this yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I mean the the because there's that, twelve sub races to elf. Yes. Too. Well, no, I, I mean. Yeah, th that's fine, but the, the list, I actually have something up here. Would anybody like to take a guess other than Steve was looking at my computer what the worst <laughs> race was according to... I'm going to say no. Yes. Really? Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, and, and, and again, you Wait, know... It, what's wrong with no? So, if Do I Do you can, want me to read this entire thing? Let me, <laughs> let me take a crack at it. Everything a gnome can do, a halfling can do better, probably. Except for... Luck. No, wait, halfling. It's gnome luck, isn't it? No, halflings get the luck thing. They reroll oh. that once. Um, so halfling is better than But gnome. I mean, not for so, nothing. Yeah, no, just, yeah. just like with my list of the three worst classes, do you know how many gnomes I've seen in the my last six games I've DM'd? Maybe one. Zero. Wait, okay. So, wait, I, I want to actually read because this is actually funny, and I'm going to give uh, credit to Green Man Gaming, which is what I'm looking at right now. No, it's and, your that you're looking at. And they have... They have Gnome as the, the worst one. And the paragraph that, that says is, I'm just going to put this out here. Gnomes are lame. Who watched <laughs> Lord of the Rings and thought, you know what's missing? A squeaky voice, tiny, obnoxious, grim fairy tale-esque little munchkin in a bright purple robe. We need to make the cookies! Or who played World of Warcraft and thought, yes, those little jumping bastards who keep back backstabbing me and doing dancing emotes really elevate the fantasy world I'm inhabiting. They're endlessly joyful, excited, and they love pranks. Does that sound like something you want in your adventuring party? Sure, it may be fun for you. But your friends will soon want to mount you on a spear and use your wizard and okay. as a banner. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, 
But at the same time, I don't think gnomes are necessarily the worst. Because at the same time... Okay, that well, can also, that up. What's your worst? If you play... First, I'm going to tell you why gnomes aren't okay. the worst. Gnomes aren't the worst because all the things you just said could also be really fun at the same time. Depending I've on had, the adventure. I've had a player that was playing a gnome, and it was really great that he was playing a gnome because... It became a whole part of mechanics. What do gnomes have like that halflings don't? I'm actually looking it up right now. Yeah. Um, uh, Size. So what's I, your worst? Okay, well, he's looking it up. What's your worst? Half-orc? Half-orc. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just offended Steve's core. I know. We're, we're already offended. We're super... This high... This side of the table is already offended Steve with barbarians, <laughs> so why not? Let's go with the trifecta. Too. While we're at it, pirates aren't that cool. You, you're well. I guess you're not technically playing. <laughs> I'm a not pirate, a pirate, sir. Okay, so <laughs> our, our just for the listeners, our main campaign. Everyone is pirates except for John's character, who we found locked in a cave <laughs> with chains around him. <laughs> but that's also for no, but, yeah, and then yeah, they left me there. Back but... something else. That's fine. So, no, so you looked it up. Half Let's... orcs, half orcs are bad because they're one trick ponies. Also, just like barbarians. That's why a barbarian half orc is amazing. <laughs> yeah, but what about barbarian uh, uh, wizard half orc? I mean, I've done that before. Doesn't sound like it'd be very fun. It wouldn't be good. It wouldn't be. It wasn't. Any sense okay. Well, wait, wait. So, like so that. we're we're separating on that that path. What's yeah. good for the campaign versus what's hilarious to think about in your head? Because yes. can you imagine a half orc in in sparkly star robes <laughs> casting spells? That's basically what a barbarian is already, minus the spells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Barbarians shit. don't wear armor. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, just but that's why because. It's hilarious because it shouldn't happen. It just shouldn't. But I mean, like, not just wizard. Sorcerer is the only real magic user, maybe druid, that half orc actually makes sense with. Um, because wizard <clears throat> makes no sense. Yeah, they can't read. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we can. Um, not with an intelligence. Warlock score of zero. <laughs> could kind of make sense, but at the same time, I could see builds where it would make sense on a warlock. Depending but, on the warlock, you know, like yeah, I said, if you, take, hex blade, if you make warlock, it a hexblade, which is literally just a sword using... Would make sense. A rogue half-orc could work. A ranger half-orc um, is kind of like, eh. there, there is the story online about the half-orc rogue who, instead of putting all of his skills into, like, stealth, he put it all into <laughs> intimidation. So that any time he was spotted, he would just roll intimidation, but you do not see Grog! And then they would be like, I don't see shit. And then he'd just let him keep going. <laughs> Half orcs, half orcs aren't really meant to be religious, so cleric and paladin are kind of. Uh, I mean, blood, that's a loose, that's a loose yeah. interpretation. I mean, that, that again, a, again, you're a going half into orc, a half orc bard that just has to talk through these tusks that it's like, oh, how are you doing? Yeah. Well, I mean, you're just you're you're just throwing specifics onto something yeah, that can true. be corrected depending true. on the game. That's very true. Homebrew games can turn around and say, oh, the in this world the the race of orcs are highly religious and they praise this guy, yeah. and then making a cleric or something like yeah. that makes perfect sense. Okay. Yeah. So I, I mean, you're just, just, just you're you're kind of like shackling them to half orcs are very. It just seems how they're built in the PHB is very. Coned into, coned into one singular thing compared to almost every other plot, every other Well, I race. mean, you could say that about 
I don't know, like halflings. I was gonna say, if you say human, I'm gonna smack you. <laughs> no, I mean humans. Humans get some pretty good bonuses. Humans but... get bonuses to everything. Yep. Or I can take the variant. It's, human. it's boring though. Like if someone oh, yeah, turns no. around, if someone turns around and says, "I'm making this character, I'm making a human," I understand why. But I also want to understand why do you want to do that other than the bonuses? Because yep. now you're being boring as. So, yep. but human is the best because human, you could pretty much just make your human, even if you're not being a person who's just trying to get the best stats and everything like that. A human is the best, not only story wise, but also as full of as far as stats and stuff, because you could do anything as a human. I um, you can't see in the dark. Yeah, well, well, that's, yeah, but there's that's true. I can do a magical thing and fix that. Like, it, just looking at the book here, this is the reason I almost always choose humans because it just makes me laugh every time I come around to it. Humans are everyone's second best friend. <laughs> it's like, all right, I'm okay with that. You know, you think about they get along with everybody somehow. Apple. Halflings, they're basically shorter humans. Like, can, imagine running around with Wee Man next to you. And he's, like, doing monk shit, like, kicking people in the head or himself, you know, depending on what the movie, you know, calls for. Uh, you get, you know, you look at Lord of the Rings, you know, you've got three or two humans, you know, Boromir and, uh, and Aragorn, with a dwarf and an elf who hate each other, and a couple of halflings, plus Gandalf, who I guess he's a human, but maybe not. I don't really I don't think, I don't so. think they ever covered that, unless they covered it. I apologize if they did cover it in the book or something like that. I've never actually gotten through all of the books. Listen, Fell asleep halfway. When it, yes. when it takes me 15... It's all that walking. When it, yeah. yeah, when it takes me 15 <laughs> minutes to describe the trees on the side of the road, <laughs> instead of just saying they walk down the road, like, thank you, Tolkien, that was great. <laughs> now, I really need to know the color of that, that boss. Yes. Oh, okay, so you guys are also making fun of me again. So we know Steve's we know Steve's favorite is half orc. So Actually, we no. know your least favorite what? is half orc, Brian. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's your favorite race? Dragonborn. Okay, that's I guess that's that's that makes sense a little bit. But Dragonborns are also okay, so they did nerf them in five B. Yes, they did. Because right. I remember yeah. in four, Dragonborns could just turn around and be like, I breathe on you. I breathe on it. Like <laughs> they, they kind of limited that. So Dragonborns, You can do it once per day. It's really bad. Even now it's it's one for a short rest, actually. Um, but, well, but not for uh, nothing. You're also playing a Dragonborn that's Adventures yeah. League certified. So, like, yeah. your DC, which is the, the difficult check, is so low that even though you do the your breath attack, it just doesn't do anything. Yeah. I I, I almost was it DC never 13? hit anybody with my breath attack. Yeah, see, in, yeah. in 4, in D&D, in 4th edition, the Dragonborn's breath attack was awesome. And they were able yeah. to do it a lot more than once per short rest, yeah. which made the Dragonborn a good choice if you just want to do some kind of alternate type of damage. Yeah. But, you know, so what's your least favorite, Steve? Well, we'll start with you elf. answered first. Elf, why? Elf, because of pointy ears. Really? Aesthetics? Yeah. We're going to go aesthetics. I'll go aesthetics. We're going to go aesthetics. I just do not like elves. Okay, so I, I started a campaign where the elves in this <laughs> world don't have pointy ears. They're greedy. Wow. <laughs> All right, so they're See, humans. See, but that's, that's the power of humans. the DM. That's the power of the Try DM. Try so elves will be humans then. They don't have 20 years. They still live long. There's still benefits to having an elf over a human. Eh. Okay, so, John, we haven't heard worst and favorite. Um, So, favorite is human. You know, for the reasons already stated, you know, the plus one to every stat, or not going with that, taking a feat at first level, which is just so broke. I love yeah. it. Um, Being second best. I <laughs> hey man, it sucks to suck. 
my least favorite is actually Tiefling. Okay. Um, <laughs> thematically, I and it's not anything particular. It's, I just hate the thought of like we're going on this world saving adventure against this giant demon, and the little demon bro is going to join us. It's like, nah, fuck that. That guy's going to die right now. Are are tieflings locked into having some kind of evil alignment? I think they are. No, Technically, they're not. no. They're not. Um, no. They're they're not at all. Um, <clears throat> Tieflings can go their own way, man. Don't worry yeah, so, about it. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. You're a tiefling. Just um, like half-orcs. You're saying so, that half-orcs can be anything that they want. Well, tieflings can be really okay, good that's, if they that's want. Okay, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I but, saw... but it would have to be, if you are writing your character backstory and you're going, oh, he's a lawful good tiefling, it has to be like, well, why is he, is he lawful good? Because he's you do have that demonic backstory. So is he lawful good because he's trying to get away from that lawful good, evil backstory, or what is it? And Tieflings just got really good with the newest book that came out, because now you could take a... There's nine variants yeah. of Tiefling now, and each of them gets their own thing. Okay. Um, and it's all based on the demons in the nine, the nine hells... So you pick which demon your ancestry is. Now. Okay, that's and that's pretty cool. I it's really that. pretty cool. Yeah, and you get a legacy thing for every single one of them. Um, for example, the very first one, which is Balsable, your legacy Balsable? is you know the Thaumaturgy cantrip. No matter what, it doesn't matter your class. Okay. Um, and when you reach third level, you can cast the Ray of Sickness spell as a second level spell. Once per day. So be a barbarian. <laughs> yeah. So um, and then you get Crown of Madness at fifth level, and that's all like separate from spellcasting and everything like that. That's just your racial ability. So that's but, pretty cool. So for our, our, our listeners who aren't D and D knowledgeable, thaumaturgy is when you manifest some kind of magical effect within range, whether um, it be you know uh, the sound of like a train fires. or a big horn. At uh, lower levels, it's very helpful because you can go up against something or be in some kind of role-playing situation and be able to create a diversion. effect or a diversion. Uh, thank you, Steve. You can create a, a diversion that will help your party. But I have to go back to my initial point was, you know, for only going by player's handbook. Okay. Tieflings in the book don't get that. No. And if okay, I'm going, so we've, and if, we've covered the handbook pretty well. Right, Let's, but, but, but if, is... if we're going by Adventures League rules, which, you know, like I, I'll probably con- constantly coming back to that, I can only choose the player's handbook and one supplement. So if I want to make a tiefling and I have to take Mordenkainen's Tome of Foes to be good, whatever class I take, I'm now stuck with just the player's handbook for my class, my spells, my abilities. Barbarian works really well with that. Quiet, you. <laughs> We're fighter. Oh, he's he's always going to be the spokesperson for the barbarian. So you know, watch out, my man. I I will say, you know, looks wise, they're pretty cool looking, but so are the Yuan T, which are basically snake people. Right. Um. You know, these are people. They're they're humanoid with you know devil horns and tails, and they are just resistant to fire. They don't take fire damage. So that's really cool, you know, gameplay wise, but. You know, the Dragonborn you, have all those things. Just depending on depending what type on of Dragonborn yeah. you take, exactly. 
Yeah. That all depends on color. Color depends on, on what you are. Okay, so so let's let's open it up to Volo first. Uh, Volo is Aarakocra, Asimar, Bugbear, Furbolg, Goblin, Grun, uh, Hobgoblin, Kenku, Kobolds, Lizardfolk, Orc, Tabaxi, Triton, and Yuan T, which John just covered a little bit. Okay. If I go if I go over to Ryan, I know Ryan's favorite race out of that yeah, is the Bugbear. Bug bear. You, you want to cover? You want to cover a little bit why bugbears? Because bugbears are they have so many as far as stat wise they have so many cool things. Uh, you have their size is larger than everything else. Right. It's uh, bugbears are between six and eight feet tall. They have really good dark vision. They are long limbed, which means you have a ten foot. Reach. Reach. Yep. Uh, so five feet more than normal people have. You are one size larger. You count as a large creature instead of a medium creature for pushing and picking up things and everything like that. You are proficient in the stealth skill naturally, and you also get surprise attack naturally, which means if you do a surprise attack, you get 2d6 damage on top of anything else you roll. And you want to you want to play one of these things in my campaign? Yeah, it's already broken. Yeah, it's not broken. <laughs> Believe no, me, I've almost no. killed his his bugbear numerous yeah, okay. times. Yeah, it's quite funny when I do because yeah. then he yells at me and tells me I'm an asshole. <laughs> uh, what about you? You can you, John. you can call me anything you want, Bobo. Um, I'm actually torn right now. I I you know looking at Volos, there's two that I really love, but there is one that I like more. Um, honorable mention is going to go to the ASMR, uh, which are basically fallen angels in a way. Right. Um, they are just the best way I can describe it. Think uh, uh, Matt Damon and uh, Ben Affleck from the movie Dogma. Yep. They are basic. That's basically an ASMR. Right. Um, that being said, my personal favorite, because of obvious reasons, are none other than the cute and lovable Tabaxi, because who doesn't love a cat person? Yeah, you know, and um, don't they make awesome monks too? Don't they get some kind of bonus that makes them amazing monks? Uh, they get where is it? I just lost it. Uh, I have it up in. They get, they get dexterity increase, charisma increase, ten towards chaotic elements. Yeah, I thought there was something. Uh, oh, cat's claws. Yep. I think that was, and they have their proficiency in perception and stealth. So I think the the top two things that you would probably put them into. If we're just talking about players, handbook, classes, would mm-hmm. probably be rogue or monk. Yep, absolutely rogue. I actually, in my current campaign that I'm running, I have a tabaxi bard. Okay. Uh, and her name, if you read it out phonetically, is Cat Lady. It's hysterical. <laughs> it's it's wonderful. And I mean, just in terms of, of gameplay, it's been really fun because, you know, I set up these these scenarios and I always forget that the tabaxi can do certain things so I have to think on the fly like as a DM I love that kind of shit yeah so when all of a sudden you know there's just a cat person climbing the wall to get on top of something to jump down on it the next turn in my head I'm like fucking sweet but of course out loud I'm like ah damn it they got me or you know sometimes the reverse sometimes like that's really cool in my head I'm like ah fuck I didn't think that one through (laughs) <laughs> so it's like I'm just letting them do whatever they want, you know. In terms of of other a, a second honorable mention because it was again another funny one that came from Gen Con was uh, I had a paladin lizard folk. Yeah, 
And, you know, it was really funny because they get their bite attack once per day, and I actually killed that character off when he did it. You know, I do a bite attack, I'm okay. I, I, uh, I didn't hit, did I? I go, no. <laughs> and, in fact, the werewolf is about to strike you down. He's had, like, six hit points left. I'm like, I'm so sorry. And I mauled him for, like, 13 damage. <laughs> I'm like, you're down, son. Just well, yeah. Just stay down, kid. This is a super useful ability uh, for the tabaxi is the reflex one. Yep. Because uh, your reflexes and agility allow you to move with a burst of speed. When you move on your turn in combat, you can double your speed until end of turn. And you can use it. Once you use it, you can't use it again until you move zero feet on one of your turns. Yep. So basically you can do, if you're 30, you can move 60 under normal movement. Mm -hmm. And then stand still and do it again. Which is awesome, especially when you're trying to go larger distances in, um, like, we, we just had that uh, that situation in my game where you were in a totally different area and you needed nice. to run. So if you had the tabaxi, you could double move and, you know, theoretically move 120 feet um, under one thing of movement, which is awesome. But, yeah, I mean, that's great. So we currently have about five minutes left in this first episode is there anything that you guys want to cover as far as the topics that we've had today any letters from listeners letters from <laughs> listeners we don't even have any listeners wait yet. wait Let's i actually letters from i listeners. actually do have one <laughs> do you is that what you wrote <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about ryan can actually tell you this paper is blank <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a handprint on it. It just says we know. <laughs> are, oh, are we gonna? Crap. Oh God! Are, are we? Are we gonna close every episode with the reading out Twitter things or reading out like? Emails? Yeah, let me let me just pull up my Twitter that I don't have real quick at notjohnrivniak.com. Uh, no, I really don't have a Twitter, folks. Yeah, got nothing. Okay. You you. I have this big build up. You guys were all ready for a joke, and no, oh, nothing. Awesome. Magic Being titles. unfunny as always, John. That's what I do. Yes, I know. Ryan, anything to add as far as races, classes, D&D &D as a whole? Don't be racist. Funny anecdotes, People racial stop. comments. People should stop playing barbarians. Ooh. I'm just going <laughs> to we're, we're We're on the barbarian Be orc or be nothing. <laughs> <laughs> barbarian hate train here. If you're going to play a half-orc, you might as well pick up Bolo's guide and play an orc. <laughs> how can I be half god you, then? Huh? How can be a half okay, god? Okay, no, 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 no. That's again. That's covered. Okay, we're gonna have to do a whole episode on on just our campaign. And I'm just shenanigans. Our, yeah, just our shenanigans in our campaign. But um, is there anything you would like to add, our silent partner Steve? No, just no. Okay. Guys are asking you don't want to. You don't want to try and defend your half orc. I don't have to. I'll just beat them up. Oh, okay. Just uh, answering and her power take, as like, usual. And take, like, no damage. Okay. Um, <laughs> Pella? Yes? <laughs> okay. This episode's uh, sponsored by... <laughs> um, okay, so I'm gonna... Um, I'll make the email later, um, but for any questions or anything for any of us, um, should be able to send it to 3EpisodePodcasts at Gmail. Uh, if that's available. Um, if not... At time of this recording, it is not. However, we'll put a link up in the description below. <laughs> oh my god, is this... Press like. Is this not... Is <laughs> this, subscribe. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit that bell notification. 
you know, subscribe, subscribe. Six months from now, when we put out our second episode, <laughs> it's coming out like tonight. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna keep drinking and just keep going. Ah, keep podcasting ourselves. Wait, where is my? I didn't bring one. I brought myself a surge because I wanted to remember the 90s. Oh, okay. Oh, do you want some monster, though? Oh, God, no. We could do a whole episode on 90s crap. Like, we'd just do a whole thing on Fucking that. 90s Okay, so if we've got nothing else to, to add, um, we're going to close there. Uh, like I said, if it's available, three-episode podcast at Gmail. Thank you for listening. Bye.